Hello, and welcome to Carmel Presbyterian Church's podcast channel. Open up a Bible or just listen in. We hope this week's message is a blessing to you. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chase Jones. This past year has been filled with so many blessings and amazing stories. For those of you who don't know my story, I grew up in the church, so I knew about Jesus from an early age. As I got older, the more I learned, the more my heart was drawn to Christ. (laughs) However, the houseboat's trip in 2017 changed me forever. Towards the end of the trip, every year, there's a night where the camp gathers up in a park, and there's a program. Part of the time, students are encouraged to go think and pray, either alone or with a leader. God prompted me to go talk with one of the leaders, David. Both emotionally and spiritually, that conversation had a huge effect on me. And to be honest, I really can't explain the feeling that I had. That moment really validated my faith. From that point, God really put evangelism on my heart and specifically to my friends. I've been blessed to have a very strong group of friends. We talk about everything, and honestly, they're like brothers to me. As close as we were, it was my prayer that five of them in particular would come to know who Jesus is. From the beginning of 2018 to now, God took that simple prayer and, as usual, did more than I could ever imagine. Long story made short, all five of those friends are now consistently coming to youth group and two of those five dedicated their lives to Jesus in the past two weeks. (laughs) I couldn't help sit back in tears and just thank God. Although our interactions are largely still the same, for the first time ever, we've had times (laughs) where we find ourselves talking about faith and challenging each other in that area. Our relationships have taken on a totally different dynamic and has been amazing not only to watch your transformation, but the effect it's had on my own faith. Early on, I learned about the Great Commission in the book of Matthew. It's one of those staple Christian teachings that is one of the hardest to live out. I always thought I had to travel to a different country and bring God's word to a foreign group of people. I never thought of my friend group as a mission field. (laughs) I'd be lying if I said all those guys were easy to convince to at least come to youth group. There may not have been some bribing and or physical manipulation. (laughs) But once I got there and I saw the effect it had on him, it was truly amazing. Miraculously, on that houseboat trip two years ago, God put it on my heart to minister to those who were closest to me and gave me the strength to step out in faith to do so. I think as Christians, we're constantly looking for evidence of God's existence to give us faith. Where the irony of that statement is pretty obvious, it is still something that we constantly chase. I know that was true for me. With all the amazing transformation that has happened to my friends in the last few weeks, God's power and obvious answer to prayer has taken my faith to to places that had never been before. I had some of my best friends turn from death to life in a matter of a few days, and their eternal destiny set in stone. Trust me when I say there is a huge party this last Friday night on houseboats, but there is an even bigger party in heaven with the king of the universe at the center of it all. Thank you for listening to my story, and God bless. Good morning. I'm Bibiana. Um, I recently graduated from Carmel High, and I have been coming to Carmel Prez for 10 months now. 
I grew up in a fairly Catholic home, but we were mostly CEOs. Christmas and Easter were the only times we went to church. <laughs> However, it never interested me, nor did I care for it. And during high school, I went through a period of not believing in anything at all. I knew deep down there could be something there, but it was easier not to believe. If I didn't see it, I didn't believe it. Then the summer before my senior year came around, I would constantly lie to the people around me, especially my parents. I was making bad choices and letting people down. I thought I was hanging out with people who had my best interest, but in the end, it wasn't true. A couple nights before school started that year, I went through an event that ended up with my parents completely losing trust in me. It was horrible to feel that I was letting the people I love most down. I knew that I didn't want to become the person I was turning into, and I wanted to change. I just didn't know how. Then, not even a month later, a good friend of mine asked me to come to youth group. I thought, what more harm could be done if I went? At first, it was a way to hang out with my friends and skip out on the homework. Yet, God began to work in me. I stuck around, and Luke's messages started to resonate with me. I found it fascinating how Jesus could have so much love and mercy for people. I continued to go to youth group and explore my faith, what my faith was and meant to me. I started to feel a strong connection that was new and scary. In February, I went to Hume Lake on the winter youth group trip. That was when I declared Jesus as my savior. I felt so overwhelmed with love, joy, and peace. I knew it was the Holy Spirit. After that night, I felt a weight lifted off my shoulders. When I got back home, I started seeking Jesus through the Bible. I would go on Google and search what verses related to the way I was feeling or what I was going through. A couple, a couple actually introduced me to Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That has been a concrete verse throughout my faith. Just knowing that even if my faith fluctuates or life hits me hard, there is always a plan, a good plan. I then started to see the way Jesus uses people and uses me. At Hume Lake, Amanda was ministering to me about my newfound journey with God. I was able to reflect on how he used her to make my life better, more clear. To see the way Amanda was ministering to me on Hume and to turn around and see myself doing almost the same with someone on houseboats is an example of the power of God. That person was going through an internal debate about standing in the light with Jesus. I was able to talk to her at the right time and ask her right questions. In that moment, I was able to feel the way God was using me. To see the smile on her face afterwards was incredible. God was using me to help someone else on their own journey of faith, to make them new. God works in amazing, mysterious ways. I'm a better person because of the people that God has chosen to surround me with. I'm now considering going into youth ministry. Since I will be attending a local college, I will be helping with the middle schoolers this year, as I have been serving with them this summer. Jesus has renewed me. And Luke, I'm ready to be an intern.
Kaylin Giannini, and I'm going to be a senior at Carmel High School next year. I grew up in San Jose with my mom, dad, and younger brother and sister. We went to church every Sunday as a family. Growing up, I always had a belief and faith in God, but I never truly understood it until recently. Freshman and sophomore year were really difficult for me. I lost all of my self-confidence and paid little to no attention to God. I never stopped believing, but I found myself only seeking him when I was being selfish and felt I needed help with something. Going into my junior year of high school, I decided to switch schools. That decision alone brought me to closer to God than I have ever been. Transferring to a new school junior year was difficult. I was not outgoing and extremely shy. I simply stayed in my comfort zone because I was worried about what others would think of me. However, I noticed a tremendous shift in my stature when I began attending youth group and even greater after I was blessed with the opportunity to attend houseboats. As I am with all new situations, I was extremely nervous prior to houseboats. However, this ended up to be one of the best weeks of my life. I saw God working and pushing me out of my comfort zone like never before. For example, during our small group discussions every night, I surprised myself with the amount that I spoke and shared my thoughts with a group of relatively unfamiliar people. God had allowed me to be vulnerable. Through this, I was able to connect and talk with Bibiana on a more personal, deep level, and I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for her. She helped guide me to the light of Christ immensely. We discussed my apprehension to fully accept God into my life, and through that, she helped me to realize how much he was truly working in my life in the pursuit of bringing me closer to him. In addition to major encouragement from her, I felt so in touch with God through Luke's messages every night during the trip. The weeks before houseboats, I began to talk to loved ones about some of my problems and insecurities that I had avoided talking about for years. And much to my surprise, Luke's messages all throughout the week directly correlated with what I was dealing with internally in the weeks prior. One night he said, God created all of us with a purpose. He thought you were worthy, and he still does. As soon as Luke said this, I immediately wrote it down. I knew this was exactly what I needed to hear, and it was exactly what I had been struggling with in recent weeks. As a result, I have slowly come to understand that I was made perfect in God's eyes. While this has always been something that is difficult for me to internalize and really make true for myself, I am much more accepting of myself after this experience. God showed me through the affirmation of other people that I was worthy, not only of his love, but the love and acceptance of others. Hearing the stories, thoughts, and opinions of so many different people during that week was truly eye-opening. In continuation with Luke's spot-on messages, he spoke about the masks that people wear in their daily life to cover up insecurities and alter people's perception of their lives. This is something I'm sure many people, including myself, find themselves doing. It is difficult to show the world the truest, rawest side of yourself. People wear masks to protect their identity. If someone doesn't like the fabricated version of yourself, it is not as disheartening. This also resonated with me as I saw myself using masks to protect myself. On houseboats, I began to show people a truer side of myself, and after Luke's message about masks, I decided to try my hardest to get rid of the masks I often find myself wearing. 
Soon after, God pushed me out of my comfort zone in so many ways. I began to feel more comfortable with myself in bigger groups of people, and it felt so amazing. That was the first time I hadn't lived in such fear of what others would think of me. On Friday night of houseboats, I accepted Jesus into my life. While I had always had a belief, this was the first time I had wholeheartedly come to a conclusion without the guidance of my parents. So I had made this big decision in my life, and now I was fearful for what was to come. I didn't want to lose this connection with God that I had worked so hard to foster throughout the week. But once again, God showed me that my fears were irrational, and he made himself ever-present in my life in the craziest way. A few days after coming home from houseboats, I was sitting in Starbucks. I had my laptop open, and I was texting one of my friends when an elderly man came up to me, and he said, Oh, you kids these days, do you really need two screens like that? He then proceeded to show me his flip phone and tell me that that was all he needed in life and that it was so much simpler to have fewer modes of communication. I can't describe why, but I was so intrigued by this man, and something led me to keep talking to him. As we sat talking in Starbucks for almost an hour, I opened my computer and began typing something. And he said, oh, you're left-handed, to which I awkwardly laughed, and I replied, yeah, I am. He then asked me if I was ambidextrous, to which I replied, no, I was actually born without a right arm. He looked at me in shock and said, oh, wow, I didn't even notice. You do a great job hiding it. I again awkwardly laughed and explained my story to him a little bit. He continued to tell me that he thought it was amazing and that it made me unique and even more beautiful. The things he said to me were so supportive and reassuring and something that I really needed to hear. After that, he then said, well, you know, we've got something in common. And I looked to him in confusion and I said, really, what? He then showed me his left arm and I noticed that he was missing a finger. In this moment, I was in complete shock and awe and I knew that I was meant to meet this man. I knew that that was God talking to me through him and I had just been in the right place at the right time. I was so taken aback by the fact that we had a whole entire conversation and neither of us noticed each other's differences. I walked out of Starbucks thanking God that I met that man, and I knew it was no coincidence. This taught me that our insecurities do not define us, and people will not change their opinion of you once these things come to light. God has allowed me to grow so much more confident in the past two weeks. Everyone has something that makes them different. God gave us these differences, not so that they would consume and define us, but so that we may grow and gain strength from them. Every inch of our being was made incredibly perfect in God's eyes, and no one should ever forget that. All that he does, he does for a reason. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more information about Carmel Presbyterian Church, visit our website at www.carmelpres.org or any of our social media pages. Have a blessed rest of your week.